appreciate the Lord, beloved. I appreciate the Lord, beloved, wherever you are. In the name of Jesus, Rashanta Lavelia Sandayama, Akapata Vadavayamo, Esta Lekanta Lavelia Sultayama, Aleketa Lavelia from the depths of your heart, let him know you are grateful for life. For the depths of your heart, let him know you are grateful for your family, friends, and loved ones. In the name of Jesus, Rasekendulia
grateful to you this evening we pray that oh lord even as you gathered before your holy throne we ask that you minister to us even as we delve into your word and cry out to you in prayer we know that at the end you meet us at the point of our need while your name is glorified in the mighty name of jesus amen 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 amen, amen. amen. It is always an honor to come before 
the presence of God is, is a privilege that we shouldn't take for granted. It is a privilege to come before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Anytime we come before before God, we should know that it is it is it is a very, a very beautiful opportunity that you cannot you cannot trivialize. You cannot you cannot just just throw away. It, it is like you have been invited to to the Jubilee House and invited to uh, the White House. You prepare yourself so well to get there so when you come before the presence of god and the presence of god is, is, is far above jubilee house or white house or whatever you can name it and it is just the, the, the highest place you can ever be the most beautiful and serene atmosphere you can ever be when you come before god you should know that god has given you a very rare opportunity a very beautiful opportunity so you cannot take for granted that's why for me anytime i come before him i have to just just appreciate him for the depth of my heart i'm sure i'm sure you may, i may have said it several times on this platform it, it may not look like a cliche but the point is once you come before the king of kings you ought to appreciate him you ought to give him the thanks and praise he deserves he has given you and i is the opportunity to be in his presence it is not our doing. It is not our doing. It has nothing to do with us. But then it is just for 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 us to know that indeed <clears throat> he is our maker. He is the all in all. He is the king of kings. So you are before the highest. I mean, gathering the highest um, 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 gathering or the highest place whatsoever on this earth. The king of kings and the lord of lords. Is here and we thank him for this opportunity i also want to i also want to appreciate the chief servant the apostle of the house he may join us later on he asked me to start the session and then later on we'll see see how far god will take us i posted a scripture on the platform exodus chapter 1 verse 8 Exodus chapter one verse eight. Um, coincidentally, it's it's, it's a, a whole chapter I've been meditating on since morning, because I, I seem not to understand a few things that happened in that particular chapter, Exodus chapter one, and I I I, I pointed out or I I singled out that particular verse because it it, it still beats my imagination till now. Exodus chapter one verse eight says that then a new king. To whom Joseph meant nothing came to power in Egypt. I read again. Then a new king, to whom Joseph meant nothing, came to power in Egypt. My question is, where did this particular king arise from? How come a king was enthroned who knew not the history of Egypt? If we read Genesis, from 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 um 30 41 how joseph inter interpreted the the dream of pharaoh and then saved egypt from seven years of farming i mean joseph to egypt it is it is it is unthinkable i just can't understand it because no, I'm, I'm sure more than 50% of us on this platform never saw Dr. Kwame Nkrumah in person. But through today, we still acknowledge what he did for Ghana. But for him, there will be nothing called Ghana. So how come a king arose in Egypt 
who knew not the contributions of Joseph? There is a mystery. There is a mystery. Then a king arose. Where did he arise from? Is it the same Egypt or somewhere else? But a pharaoh arose who knew not the contributions of Joseph. A pharaoh arose who Joseph meant nothing to him. And once you people begin to forget the contributions of people, great people in their lives or in their land, disappointment will set in. And after disappointment comes oppression. So it is surprising that the people of Israel were being oppressed by the Egyptians because there has been a king. A king has arisen who does not value or who does not even know the contributions of Joseph. Probably he knew and he decided not to value it. But the whole story means that whatever Joseph did or he didn't do in Egypt, did not matter to him. His own was to oppress the Israelites. Beloved, are you suffering now when you know that your forebears, your grandparents, great-grandparents had, had been good to some people and those people are now oppressing you and those people are now tormenting you and those people are now punishing you for the good? That's your forebears did to them. Is this story relatable to some of us today? Is it possible that there has been a certain generation who has forgotten the, the, the contributions of your forebears? Is it possible that a certain generation has arisen and they have forgotten the contributions of your grandparents? So today you are suffering. When your grandparents or your forebears did them good, is it possible that there is someone or there are some people on this platform who can relate so well to this story? Is it possible? That is one part of the story. Or could it be that if we do not rise up in prayer, the people we are doing good today, our descendants will suffer tomorrow because they may forget the things that we do for them. So it is true that when you do good, it will come back to you. But it will get to a point that your good may not turn to wickedness for your descendants. It is possible that the good you are doing today, generous on one will come, and then they may not enjoy that kind of good you do to these people. Rather, they will be oppressed. A pharaoh arose and trashed the contributions of Joseph. A pharaoh arose and trivialized the contributions of Joseph. Beloved, I ask again, are you being oppressed? Are you suffering in the hands of people you know that your forebears were good to? Are you suffering in the hands of people you know that your grandparents were good to? Are you struggling today 
knowing very well that some people are in the position to help you because some years ago your forebears did them good rather they are paying you back with wickedness way back in biblical times this happened so i will not be surprised if it is still happening to some of our members today i wouldn't be surprised because once a king starts thinking about oppression once a king starts developing uh, wicked thoughts about some people who are descendants of a very good man that is when you go tell the the hebrew midwives that kill all the sons that are born to the hebrew women and you see that the baby is a boy verse 16 kill him but if it's a girl she should live of course when it's a boy and he grows definitely the israelites will multiply but if it's a girl she'll be crossed by an egyptian man and every day descendants of egyptians so look at the kind of thoughts that this particular pharaoh had about Israelites. What offense did they commit? What was their wrong? What was their crime? Their only crime was that a certain pharaoh arose, did not care about the contributions of Joseph. But you see, one thing I love about Jehovah, one thing I love about our God, <laughs> one thing, one thing, one thing I, I always thank, I always thank God for identifying with a Christian faith is that our God is always a step ahead of the enemy. Every time, no matter where the enemy throws his arrows, our God is always a step ahead. So if there is a Pharaoh who will not remember the contributions of Joseph, there will also be a Moses who will be trained in the palace of this same Pharaoh to deliver the Israelites from the Egyptians. I repeat, if there is a Pharaoh who will not remember the contributions of Joseph, God will also raise a Moses who will be trained in the same palace of this Pharaoh and will deliver the Israelites from the Egyptians. Maybe you don't hear me. I don't know what you are going through in the house of people your fathers have been good to. But I came to announce to you today that in the same oppression, God is going to raise someone who will deliver you from the same people. In the same oppression, God will deliver someone to help you. Because the God we say is always a step ahead. Every time. Every time. Unless He's not the God we are serving, but the God I know, the God who, who, who supervises everything in TPN, that God is always a step ahead. So even though Pharaoh had decreed that the boys who be born to the Hebrew women should be killed, there was a Moses. There was a Moses who became the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Hallelujah. There was a Moses. There was a Moses. 
So if Pharaoh decides to forget, God will also plant a Hebrew man in his palace. Beloved, we will be struggling today, but God sent me here to tell you that your struggles will not be forever. You are, you are, struggling, you are disappointed about the fact that some people who your forebears held have decided to turn their backs on you. But God has sent me here this evening to tell you uh, that indeed, if those people have decided to forget, a Moses is rising, a Moses is coming who will deliver you from that oppression. A Moses is coming. A Moses is coming. Oh, and, and that Moses will do tremendously than what you even thought these people will do for you. A Moses is coming. A Moses is coming. He decided to kill the boys born to the Hebrew woman. Oh, but you see, when God is raising a deliverer, no matter how you hide him, that deliverer cannot be hidden. So he had to be exposed, and the daughter of Pharaoh saw him. Ah. So this boy, who was supposed to be killed, this Hebrew boy, who was supposed to have died, was being raised in a palace. And to crown it all, the icing on the cake is that his own mother, took care of him. His own mother became his caretaker. You see, and his mother was being paid for taking care of his own son. That is what God can do. I don't know about you, but this evening, if you align your faith huh, with mine and will trust God, I don't know how long you've been oppressed. I don't know how long you have suffered. In fact, I don't really care how long you have suffered. One thing I know is that a Moses is coming. A Moses is coming. And that Moses will blow your mind. That Moses, ha, ha, That Moses will, will, will break ten times. I mean, I think ten, ten thousand folds in a million folds. What you were expecting these Egyptians to do for you? A Moses is coming. Sorry, if. The so-called pharaohs in your life have decided to forget the contributions of your forebears. Do not worry. Do not worry. I understand that it can be physically disappointing. I understand that it can be physically heartbreaking. It can be frustrating when you know that these people are in a position to help you. They are in a position to help you. Ah, but you see that the more you think they will help you, the more they are oppressing you. The more you think they will help you, the more they are tormenting your life, the more they are disappointing you. But one day, one day, one day. You think you think it was it was easy for the Israelites to struggle in the hands of a certain fellow for 440 years? You think it was easy? But you see, when God raised Moses, when God raised Moses after several plagues, one day that Pharaoh, that particular Pharaoh said that no, it is enough. Moses, take this people away. In one day, 
in one day. No matter how God hardened his heart, he got to know that there are some battles that he cannot fight. This battle is between a physical being and a divine being. You cannot fight a divine being. So he had to let the Israelites go and look at what God did. You see, you see, when you see, he parted the Red Sea. He parted the Red Sea and they walked on dry land. I want to ask you a question. When you pour water on a surface, eh, and, and, and then you, you, want, you, want, you want to you want to just, just part it, you don't see mud. When you go parted the Red Sea, I tell you, they will see they will walk on mud because when walk at a place, definitely the place should be dry down. But God see, the Bible tells us that when God parted the Red Sea, they will on that ground to the other side. That is what God can do. They didn't work on mat. They didn't work on mat. They walked on dry ground because you see, God has appointed a deliverer. And no matter what the Pharaoh does, his people, God's people, will be delivered. So no matter what those oppressors do to you, you will be delivered. Because God has said so. God has said so. God has said so. And Moses is coming. That is my word for you today. And Moses is coming. And Moses is coming. Don't worry about those who have forgotten. About the, about the events in the past. Don't worry about that. Yes, there are days you will cry. There are days you'll be heartbroken. There are days you'll be frustrated. There are days that you feel like ending your life because you may have done everything physically and humanly possible. You have fasted all the fastings in this world. You have prayed all the prayers in this world. But it looks as if nothing is working. And you can see the people who can meet you at the point of your need. But they are refusing to do so. Rather, they are doing the opposite. God is saying that in the midst of that chaos, eh, in the midst of that oppression, eh, in the midst of that dead situation, oh, he can raise a Moses. He can raise a Moses. And he will raise a Moses. He will raise a Moses. He will raise a Moses. And do a quick introspection in your life, of your life. Probably for you, everything is going well. So we, we thank God for your life. But there are some people, there are some people who are practically at their wit's end. They have tried everything possible, every legal thing possible. But things do not seem to change. Situations do not seem to change. Take a quick introspection in your life. Let's check your life. Yes, you may have been struggling with one particular thing for a very long time. For a very long time. The people you think are in a position to help you have turned their backs on you. The people you once helped, probably you didn't help them. You once helped them some years ago. Today, they have turned their backs on you. An introspection of your life. But I want you to identify those things. That when you start praying into them, you know exactly what you are praying about. Because I, 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 would, I don't know why you should come and join this 
this TPN meeting and prayer meets. No. Once you are praying, you should know exactly what you are praying about. That this and this are things that I'm trusting you, God, for. And for all these years, nothing has changed. Because you see, some people have decided to forget about me. So think about your life. What are the things that you are trusting God for? You can see the help around you, but the help is never getting to you. What are those things? What are those things? What are those things? That when we are praying the Moses into our lives, we know exactly where we want to place them. Hallelujah. When we are praying the Moses into our lives, we will know exactly where to place them. What are those things that are lacking in your life? What are those things that you know that God can provide? And it looks as if you've been praying for decades about them, but they don't seem to manifest physically. God is raising some Moseses in our families. God is raising some Moseses in our various spaces. So we have been able to identify those things. Then we can, we can zoom into prayer and tell God that indeed, these are the things that I'm trusting you for. These are the things that indeed, once you raise Moseses around me, around us, these are the things that you want them to change positively for you and for me. God who raised Moses years ago is still the God we are serving today. He never sleeps nor slumbers. He knows everything. But he acts according to his kairos, not the human chronos. He acts according to his time. So identify those things. So we zoom into prayer. When we zoom into prayer, when we cry out to the king of kings, when we cry out to Jehovah Jireh, the provider, we know that indeed he will meet us at the point of, the, of our needs. He will plant the Moseses in our lives. And indeed, those people, those Moseses will come and solve those particular needs of ours. But what are those things? What are those things? God is here. He's willing and ready to plant the Moseses in our lives. It is up to us to tell him that these are the things that we need them to do. He knows them, but he has told us in scripture that we should ask. We should ask. And once we ask, we should believe that indeed he can provide. Because he's the source of all provision. All provision. All provision. Yes, yes, yes. Wa
particular things. I have been trusting you for A, B, C, and D. And this evening, you have assured me that indeed, no matter the kind of things that I've gone through, no matter the years of frustration, no matter the years of disappointment, I know that you can raise a Moses uh, uh, to come and help uh, solve all these challenges I'm going through. I know you can raise the Moses uh, who provide these things for me. Uh, oh, beloved one who lift up your voice wherever you are and present those things to the Lord Most High uh, and present those things to Jehovah Jireh uh, that you will provide for you uh, as he's planting the Moses in our lives. Uh, he will provide for us the things that we need. Uh, oh, it doesn't matter the number of years we've been oppressed. Uh, it doesn't matter the number of years we've been tormented. Uh, it doesn't matter the number of years we've been disappointed. Uh, one thing I know is that God has planted some Moses in our lives. Uh, and indeed, uh, once they come, they are going to wipe away our years of tears. Uh, once they come, they are going to wipe away our years of trouble. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, lift up your voice wherever you are and present those needs, those needs before God. Uh, let him know, let him know, let him know today. Let him know tonight the things you are trusting him for. That you know uh, that indeed he can do for you. Uh, present those things before God now. Lift up your voice and present those things before him. Uh, let him know that indeed as the Moses are coming. Uh, indeed, this is the thing that you, you want them to solve. Uh, this is the thing that you want them to provide. Uh, in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice, beloved. Uh, wherever you are, and speak to the King of Kings. Uh, and speak to the God Most High. Uh, oh, the song of ah say ah lord have your way the moses are coming god is up your voice on your voice the mighty name of Jesus, rest at is it an economic problem? Is it a housing issue? Is it a marital issue? Is it a fruit of the womb? Oh, is it a traveling issue? Oh, present them before God. Oh, and trust that indeed. Where those Moses come, oh, they will meet you at a point of your knees. 
Oh, when those Moses come, uh, indeed, you wipe away our tears. Uh, oh, lift up your voice uh, and cry out to God. Uh,
Adina Dibadoche, Makaba Santayabalaba, Bada Basha Tayabalaba, Sedevacamba Santayabalaba, Tedelaba, Apeleabalaba, 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 and Rakaba <laughs> In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, 
His hand in his time, all powers, all powers. Now, to me, Nina, a brassy. He was left passing. There is no power that can be compared to that of God. No power. So, when God stretches his hand, when God raises a Moses, there is no power that can bring him down. No power. So trust that when that Moses comes into your life, nothing, no power can bring him down because it is your appointed time. That is your Kairos moment. No. No. You're not wasting your time this evening because you are praying to the God who can raise a Moses that no power can bring him down. Hallelujah. We want to pray again. <clears throat> Just as a certain king, a certain pharaoh decided to forget about Joseph's contribution to the land of Egypt, God is also able to let people remember you. We have prayed for ourselves. <clears throat> One will invest prayer into our descendants. You see, Joseph had long died when his descendants were being oppressed. He never knew. It was Abraham that received that prophecy. Abraham too had long died. But you see, the word of God <coughs> tells us that uh, we can use the same scripture to change situations. We want to invest prayer into the lives of our descendants. That you see, they will not struggle in the hands of those we help. They will not struggle in the hands of those we help. But you may not understand the gravity or the importance of this prayer. But why should people suffer for your good? Why should people suffer when you have done good to them? Why should your descendants in the hands of those you have been good to? There is an error. We want to pray. Now, as we are praying for ourselves this evening, we are investing prayer into our children, our children's children, to the, I mean, 10th generation. That even when we are long gone, our descendants will not suffer by the Israelite state in the hands of the Egyptians. We are praying. We are praying that if we do good to people, 
even in her absence, let her descendants enjoy the fruit of her labor. We are Christians, we not encourage you to do bad people, of course. We, we say that when we do good, a good comes back to us. If you intentionally do bad to people, don't expect otherwise. But the point is, because we have resolved to do good to people as children of God, our descendants will also enjoy. But it should be said that a certain Pharaoh arose and forgot the contributions of Joseph. We want to pray. We are praying for our descendants that no matter what happens, they shouldn't suffer in the hands of those you have been good to. That's our prayer. No matter what happens, our descendants should not suffer in the hands of those you have been good to. You want to open your mouth and make that prayer now, beloved. Fire by a body, 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 fire by
and whatever his heart desires her. I know that they are definitely because he's human, there are things you'll be trusting God for. God should also plant a Moses in his way to provide for him. Whatever he's trusting God for, whatever he's trusting God for, especially in this ministry, may God plant helpers his way to provide for him. May God continue to strengthen him. We are praying for strength. We are praying for wisdom. We are praying for extra oil and anointing for him. As he says in the vineyard of God, and we pray that may this blessing transcend to his wife, his children, and his entire family. May they experience the goodness of the Lord because of his service in the vineyard of the Most High. We make that prayer for the man of God in the mighty name of Jesus, wherever you are. We are so present the life of our apostle in the name of Jesus. Father, we bring your servant down before you. Oh, you know his contributions, oh Lord, and in this vineyard, contribute service, oh Lord, GPS and the body. We pray for you to remember him, Lord. Oh, thank him, oh Lord. Uh, whatever he's trusting you for, oh, party as satire, oh, plant your presence which provide for you. He will never, oh Lord, because of his contributions, because of sacrifice in your vineyard, he will. Oh, when he is weak, he is strong in you because you are his friend, you are his friend to Lord. In the name of Jesus, Thank 
Thank God for answer prayer. Thank God for answer prayer. Indeed, once we call on him, he hears us. And what is from victory unto victory is a mission Yes, Lord, indeed, Indeed, we are victorious, Lord, because we know we have called on you. We didn't call on anyone because there's no one who can help us. Father, we have come before you. You are the King of Kings. You are the Lord of Lords. We find our sufficiency in you because you created us. We pray just as we have prayed Moses, Moses into our lives. We know that, Father, you are going to hear us. And whatever our needs are, whatever our challenges, Whatever it is that we have been trusting you for, yes. Daniel, your apostle, that indeed, Lord Jesus, you have brought him here at a time like this. We pray that whatever is trusting you for, Lord Jesus, grant unto him 
strengthen him, O Lord. Increase his anointing, O Lord. Let his service and his sacrifices in your mind yard speak for him, that his family will be blessed. Whatever it is, O Lord, that he's going to Father, we know that you will plant helpers in his way. Any arrow to nothing will not locate him or his family. We thank you because you know you have heard us and you would answer us in the mighty, matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Amen. 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 God bless you so much. God bless you so much. Okay. Please don't forget tomorrow our covenant seed. Pray over it and give it out from your heart. And can we please share the grace? May the grace of our Lord Jesus. And the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Amen. Amen. God bless you.